Welcome to the Jersey to Vegas podcast. This podcast talks about the hows, whys, and what's next in your life journey. If you're looking to start fresh and turn over a new leaf, you're in the right place. Now, here's your host, Pete Isip. Hey, what's going on, guys? And welcome back to the Jersey to Vegas podcast, episode number 42. We're going to talk about the, um, well, I have to look at my notes because I forgot, the power of losing. Okay, and um, last week we talked about how good it was to to win one and to compete again and then what you learn from losing. But I want to talk a little bit about the power of losing because a, little, a couple of things happened within my own brain, obviously, um, within the past week that uh, made me think a little bit differently um, about some stuff. Nothing extravagant, but for the most part, uh, made me think a lot differently. So we'll talk about uh, the power of losing, how it affects you, perfection and avoidance. That's uh, kind of the one that got me the most, what I learned, and then usually the comeback, right? The comeback and the drive um, to win and why that is super important in a loss. And a lot of people avoid that. But before we... um, we go, let's shout out our sponsors, Bucktown MMA, Washington Avenue. If your kids want to learn wrestling, Muay Thai, how to fight someone without really fighting someone. Now you're going to learn how to fight someone, honestly. Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, head down to Bucktown MMA. And for yourself, not just your kids, your, your, yourself, your kids, anyone that wants to get involved in any type of mixed martial arts, a uh, great place in Belleville. Uh, so definitely check it out. Bucktown, BucktownMMA.org, a nonprofit association, and it, it is a great uh, place to, to go and learn the arts. Uh, if you're going to work out, you can go to Boost Fitness. That's in Nutley, New Jersey. There's two locations. Uh, one is on Franklin Ave, and one is on Center Street. I believe it's 88 Center Street and 196 Franklin Avenue. Uh, either one will get you what you're looking for. If you're looking for general fitness, uh, athlete strength training, girl Girls that lift, uh, one-on-one personal training. It is a great fitness studio with great coaches. Um, why do I say that? Because I've worked with them for many years, and they are really great coaches. Um, and just a great atmosphere for you guys to hit your fitness goals. So definitely check that out. And if you need a little bit of a pick-me-up, you can always go to Outsiders Coffee. All right, It used to be Greenville Coffee, which was in Jersey City. Now they change it because they merged with uh, another company or a cafe called Muse, and they change it to outsiderscoffeeroasters.com. You could order them online and they'll deliver a wonderful batch of whatever flavor it is they got for the month on top of the staple ones that they have there. And that is uh, run by Ames Abdon, Coach Ames Abdon. So definitely, or Christopher, you want to call him Christopher. I have something going on, whether it's a cold, um, whether it's allergies, probably allergies, but definitely what I feel the most is uh, is crazy right now. And uh, let's shout out our Patreons. We love you all, 100%. 100,000%. I love all the Patreons. And if you guys are interested in becoming a Patreon and help sponsor the channel, please feel free. You could do it for a dollar a month, you know, $2 a month, $5 a month. It just helps me out, uh, helps me run the, the you know, the the formatting and the website and the loading and the podcast. And, you know, if you really enjoy listening to the podcast, please go to patreon.com slash Jersey to Vegas and, you know, just become a patron for a dollar, a dollar a month. I don't think that'll bother you. I mean, that's up to you, though. So that'd be cool if you did. 
I'm damned if I did, I'm damned if I don't. So let's get to today's podcast, shall we? <clears throat> I'm going to keep doing that because I have something going on and I don't know what it is. So I felt good after and I made that podcast on Monday, right? Last, last episode 41 and I felt good. And then like the days after I kind of felt like the shit, the shit, it's, that's the shit, um, and it's really hard for me to, to do stuff. I didn't train until I trained two times last week. So I trained on Monday. And then after that, I didn't train until Friday. And then after that, I didn't train again. And that did work out. You know, I did work out. I got a strength training session. I did something at home. But I just had no motivation to, to get in there. And it's weird, right? After coming off a loss and, like, really being driven to, to be better, my body just doesn't like Even right now, again, I don't want to do anything. I, I I will show you a clip at some point of me getting warmed up for this podcast because I, I want to sleep. I want to close my eyes. I want to fight people really bad today. Like I want to, even yesterday, like I want to fucking, just anybody, anyone wants to fight, I want to fight. Like I want, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I'm just very angry. Um, I'm very agitated. I want to cause problems. Um, and uh, I don't know. Because I just woke up one day and that's fucking how I felt. I don't, I don't understand it, and it's kind of riding for a long time. So I'm, I'm going to make sure that I do go to practice uh, today. Make sure I do get some of that extra energy out, because like working out is just not doing it, right? Just getting the workout in is not helping um, the way I feel, and it's not a great feeling right now. And I'm moving along, and I'm sure at some point it'll it'll switch off. And uh, it'll go back to regular, right? Because this is the phases. So we talked about medication before. The medication does not stop this phase, okay? The medication does not stop the depression or the, the down, right? And they call the depression. It only stops the mania. It stops you from feeling like full of energy and let's do this and let's do that and making rash decisions and buy a house, you know? Let's do stuff like that. It only stops that, you know? That's what the... The lithium does. Um, so I do take Wellbutrin as well, um, but that's just to control the depression, to give you a little bit more energy. It's a little bit more of a, um, not a sedative, but a, an upper, I guess you could say. Um, it's supposed to give you more energy. So we'll see uh, if that kicks in uh, today. But those are the, the two main medications that I take now. One mainly for the bipolar and the other ones to fight the depression during the phases of what we feel now. And like it's like I said, it stinks that that medication only stops that part because that part's awesome. <laughs> but this one I just kind of have to learn how to cope and deal with. And um, it's hard falling asleep and it's hard. To, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. It's fucking stupid is what it is. <laughs> but let's go into the power of losing. I lost. If you guys didn't know, maybe you missed an episode. Um, I was in a tournament, a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu tournament. First time I've done that in a long time in any type of competition where it's just solely myself. Um, so there's no one to blame but me. Um, that's why I like it. And um, I lost. So I genuinely lost because I was not conditioned. Um, I didn't have as much experience. Um, anything you could, I could tell myself to make myself feel better. But at the same time, I did lose. Now, I always say losing is great. So sometimes I would rather lose than win. I don't want to keep losing, right? Then there's, there's a problem. But 
losing helps me learn so much more about what it is I need to work on, you know, what it is I need to, to, to become better at, what it is I need to be stricter with, you know, what, what do I need to do in order to succeed? And when you lose, it's very hard, right? It's hard as much as you don't want to say it or some people are like, oh man, no, it sucks. It sucks to lose. It sucks to lose something. It sucks to lose to someone. It sucks to lose anything, you know? And then there's that period of like just a bunch of faces of denial and anger. Maybe I'm just going through depression. Maybe I'm just going through faces, maybe. And at some point it helps you redirect the pattern of where you want to go. You know, and I always like to relate things to dieting. I always want to relate things to fitness because it, it really does, it really is a mind game, right? It's a mind game because there's so many times that you hit plateaus. There's so many times that you hit, like, you're doing everything you can, right? And it's just not working, right? And it's like you're losing. It feels like you're losing. It feels like you're at a loss. But there's got to be a piece of you that says, I have to change something up because there's something here that's, I'm not, that I'm doing, whether I'm not eating enough or I'm eating too much, or I'm doing something extra. You know, there's something there that is causing you to not reach the goal that you're trying to reach. And we're, sometimes we lie to ourselves. Sometimes we're like, oh, no, but I didn't do this and do that. But I, you know, I could have because I couldn't do it because I had this thing, and I couldn't do it because of this thing. You know, that's me talking about like, oh, I couldn't go train because, you know, I had to watch the kids and I couldn't go here and I couldn't work out at nighttime because the gym being taken up, but I could have did something. You know, I could have did something to get my conditioning higher. I have kettlebells at home. I don't need a full gym to, to get my conditioning up. That's bullshit. That's an excuse, right? And we all do it. We all do it with everything we do. Everything we do, especially when we're not reaching something, there's a thousand excuses that are, that's going to pop up. But that's where we have to find out what are those excuses and what, what's the answer to those excuses? What's the answer to that? You know, and that becomes, you have to make that and be, make that become your normal. You know, if I'm missing my conditioning because I wasn't doing any conditioning, well, then I have to install a conditioning program into whatever is extra that I'm doing. Right? Or how does that fit into, into my, now my regimen of getting ready for the next tournament or the next competition? We got to take the habits that we performed last time and then it just didn't work. So how do we adjust those habits, right? It's not like you did anything wrong. You didn't know, you know, you didn't know what you were doing. You didn't know that it was, it would cause this result, you know? And then there's times where you do everything you can, everything correctly, right? Every, I I feel like you did everything right according to your eye and you still didn't reach it. Well, then there's still something else that you have to work on. There's still something else that you have to improve on because obviously the end result is not what you wanted. And for me, the end result is not what I wanted. I want to stand in the middle of that podium. That's where I want it to be. Right? So for me to stand there, I have a lot of holes that I have to fill in. And that goes with anyone here that usually listens about weight loss or fat loss is there's holes in your system. Right, you might have the proper program, you might have the proper nutrition, you might, but there's there's a hole there. What are you doing that may be extra that may be hindering the progress of what it is you're trying to reach? It's there. Sometimes we just want to be blind to it because 
other things become more important than the goal itself, right? So for me, I wanted to you know, train seven days a week, but I'm not going to because I have my kids. And like, I, listen, if I was selfish and then I didn't care, then I would take them every single day. I'm not, but I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to make her sit there for two hours every single day. You know, that's not fair. So that's kind of, but that's a hole for me, right? So now how do I, how do I manage that? in order to get more mat time. I don't know, because now I have to go into my morals versus what I know I have to do. But there could be another one. I can go at nighttime, right? But now if I go at nighttime, I'm going to lose that on sleep. So you know what I mean? Like, there's different things, but we can't say it can't be done. It's just very difficult. And it may go against what it is you, your other beliefs are. So until that day, and hopefully I could find a way to make it work better, Maybe I don't, I can't get mad time, but it doesn't mean I can't do some conditioning in the bedroom, right? I can't do some conditioning outside on the porch. I could do something, right? And that's kind of where, that's where it lies. It's that little bit of extra work and finding a way around um, your life's patterns in order to find success. Because we know we're losing. You know you're doing something wrong, right? So what, what are the things that you're, you're doing wrong? What are the things that you're doing? I don't want to say wrong. What are things that you're not doing? No, don't say wrong, right? What are the things you're not doing in order to successfully succeed? I don't know. I don't know. You tell me, maybe sit down, maybe pause this podcast for a second and think about it or fucking message me and, you know, maybe list some things out. I'll, I'll go over it with you. Like, I'm here. Like I'm, I can talk to you. I don't have, I don't have friends. Like, I'm fucking here. If you want to come talk to me, I'm fucking here. Like, message me. Pete, this is what it looks like. This is what's going on in my diet. What do you think is happening? If you need help with diet work, I can do that. I still do that with people. I still help people with their, with their meal plans. I still help people find, find their way. You know, and they still hit holes and, and, and issues. And it's, it's hard. There's, like I said, it's long term with us. It's not about the fucking, you know, 15-day fat loss. Because that's not sustainable. What's sustainable? What is it that's going to make you lose and make you hold forever? You know, and that's, that's kind of what you have to look at. And I, I still do that stuff. So if you, you do, just hit me up. Let me know. I'm here. <clears throat> so we just talked about how the loss affects you. It makes you, you know, the loss does affect you because it makes you want to be better. Well, there's two ways, right? There's two type of people. There's one person that loses and they fucking quit. And the other person that loses, and then they learn, right? There's two types. Which one are you? If you lose because you didn't get it right or you didn't win because of the training, fuck this thing. I'm done doing it. No more. There's that attitude. Or there's the one that's like us. Like, what did I, what can I do to be better? You know, and that's the effect that losing really, it really grabs you. You know, it really takes you... It takes you by your hair and, like, makes you go forward. You know, for me, like, whenever I want, like, I don't want to go work out today. I don't. There's no fucking way. I don't want to train. I'm supposed to train in an hour. I don't want to do it. Right? But me standing on the podium where it said number two, it makes me upset. You know, it makes me want to be better. Because I know I can be. As long as I put in the work, put in the mat time, and get my ass doing something when I know I don't want to. And that's the effect that the loss is, is having on me. And I t honestly, you want to talk about the loss? Talk about the loss of crank. 
right? We could talk about the loss of everything that I've had. And you know what that fucking loss did? It made me really depressed. It made me want to quit. It made me want to be on this side. I wanted to be here and just fucking... I I felt like I lost everything. And I wanted to quit life. Right, and that's easy for other people to do. Like that mentality is easy for people. And fuck, it could have been so easy. But I chose not to. I chose to accept the fact that I was fucking losing everything. That I lost. But what am I going to gain out of this loss? And that's something that I'm still I'm still fighting. That's something I'm still working on. But I'm still here, and I'm feeling better. Right, I'm coping with the loss. What did I learn from the loss? A lot. You know, the number one thing is that I learned, I gave too much of myself to everybody. That's the one thing I learned. I tried to be Superman, and I'm not. I can't solve all your problems. I can't help everybody. I want to, because I'm Superman. Right, and that's what I did best. That's what I did with Crank. That's why people stayed. I tried my fucking best to help every single person that I came in contact with. Everyone. I still do it. It's fucking stupid. I still do it here. I try. Right? And then I stop because I'm like, you're being an idiot. But that's the lesson I learned. I learned I only have so much of myself to give. And I selfishly have to take back a lot of it to focus on giving to the people that are with me every day instead. And especially myself. And I'm learning that a lot. You know, I learned a lot of that from the loss. Is that I have to give more to myself than I do to other people. Which was completely opposite the past 12 years. And it's hard. It is a difficult, difficult task to do. But I'm doing it. Just like trying to go to the gym right now. It's a difficult task to do. But I'm doing it. I'm sore. I'm tired. I feel like dickhead. I don't, know, I don't know what dickhead feels like, but I feel like dickhead. Probably a little smooth and round. That's what dickhead feels like. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry. So let's talk about perfection. right? And what does it say? An avoidance. Hmm. Think about that. <clears throat> Perfection. Most people don't put up pictures of them taking second place. Most people don't take pictures of them losing a race. Most people don't take videos of them losing. Right? Or in a bad position. Or... Um, failing in a lift. Most everyone just saves what's good. Everyone puts up what's good because you're embarrassed of the imperfections that you have. Whereas you should be so fucking proud of everything you do. If you're doing something um, to compete, if you're doing something to lift, you should be proud whether it's a PR or your warm up. Or a fail. Why? Because you're already doing something that you put your mind to do. 
You said you're going to work out. You said you're going to sign up somewhere. You said you're going to lift. You said you're going to try to get stronger. You're doing it. But just because it's not, trust me, I go through it too. A fucking, you don't think I, I think about posting my deadlifts and weird shit like that. I'm like, it's only 225. You're such a pussy. Like, that's what, that's what I think when I'm putting up these videos. Like, 225, I need, I need three plates on there in order it to be qualified for Instagram worthy. Right? It's got to look, the dumbbells have to look way bigger than that for me to put it up and someone to actually give a shit. But see, those are the things that we put, that's the things that we put in our head. That we're not good enough. You know, we're not good enough for this. We're not good enough for that. Whereas you are. Like, why can't I put up a picture of me taking second place? Because a year ago, I was going to kill myself. A year ago. And now I'm standing on a podium taking second place. Which means I won and then I lost. But I'm still standing there. So isn't that progress? Isn't that fucking something to be proud of? Fuck yeah, it is. And that's why I put it up. That is why I put it up. Because. Because I did not want to. I did not want to put up the picture. I mean, I found it, right? First off, it took a lot of, it took a lot of me hounding down hashtags and trying to find people that I went against. So I'm looking for uh, their school. I'm looking for like hashtag uh, fight grappling. And I was just like following these ads, waiting to see if someone would post up a story or a picture or something. Then I finally found the guy that beat me. Um, I forget his name. And um, he had a picture up, right? And his was not a private account. So I screenshotted that and uh, I didn't like it. You know, I didn't want to let him know that I was... Uh, stalking his shit, but uh, I found it, and then I looked at it, and I was like, I'm on the podium, and I'm, I lost, but I could care less, and that's why I'm smiling, right, I'm smiling on this podium, because I could care less if I took first, second, or third, even though I hated losing, right, even though I hate being where I was, but I was smiling because of the fact that I was laughing, because in my head, I was saying, a year ago, you want to kill yourself. So look at you now. A year ago, you didn't even want to be here. And now you're on a stand because you fought two other guys and did something you love doing. You are now an example to people of what it's like to turn around and to make the comeback. And I didn't want to put it up because of what, oh, you'll get him next time. Sorry you lost. No one deserves the, like, I, and I get those messages. Like, it's, I, it's okay. It's okay for me to lose. It's okay to lose and to be proud of it because you're going to learn something from it. You know, just because you failed on a lift doesn't mean it's not worthy of putting up. Maybe put it up and fucking explain why. I I was going for my one rep max today. Didn't get it. If you saw there, it's because I didn't sleep right. I didn't eat. I just didn't feel it today. I'm going to give it another shot next cycle. You know what I mean? Like shit like that. But we're afraid to because we're not going to get enough thumbs up. Because that's more important to us than what's actually happening. You know what's actually happening? You're 
winning. You're progressing. You're becoming better by not being able to lift it. But we're so concerned about what other people think and what other people think of us versus knowing what the fuck it is you're doing. You're right there doing it. You're fucking right there. 400 pounds is fucking heavy and you're trying to lift it. No shit, it might not go up because that's fucking heavy. If you're a first-time lifter, 200 pounds, 150 pounds, that's heavy because you've never done that before. And your brain doesn't understand why is that so heavy. Just because the person next to you is doing something else bigger, your brain doesn't, you know, you're thinking that's better than you, but your brain never touched that weight before. Your brain has, has to understand what that feels like. And that's why it fails sometimes. Because sometimes it's not how strong you are, how big your muscles are. It's, it's, it's all kinetic, right? So it's your brain. Can your brain fire those muscles as fast as they can to make sure it generates up? No, it never felt it before. So why are you upset? Why do you get mad at that? Why are you not impressed? Because I'll guarantee if you do your cycle again and do the work you need to at lower percentages, you'll get it the next time because your brain understands it and then you lost. And now it's learning from that loss. So don't be afraid of showing those imperfections. Don't always try to just put the, the good stuff out. I put some exercises out because I think they're, they're cool for other people to use, especially the kids. So when I do these exercises and I, 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 I do them, I want to show them to Bucktown, right? So the kids are not even kids anymore. So when they lift, but I don't want to like make it a whole big thing about like, hey, you got to do this. Like put a green check mark that says stimulate CNS and then put another check mark that says hip stability and then puts it on, make sure you're doing, no, shut the fuck up. You don't have to learn from my text messages. You don't have to learn from my captions. Just watch the lift. All right, and maybe it'll maybe it'll make you lift. Just watch the lift, because maybe it'll it'll inspire you to get up and do something. If you want more, like some people message me, like what's it for? A little bit more interest? Yeah, I'll message you back. But I'm not gonna fucking put the whole thing up. A waste of waste of time. Look what I know. This is everything that I know, because I'm smart. Here it is in a caption. <laughs> Shut up. Here's your lift. If you like it, message me. That's it. It's that easy. Let's start a conversation instead. Because that might not be for you. That lift may not be for you. So let's talk about it. Message me. Let me know. I'll get back to you in about 10 days. Because that's what I do best. But being perfect is something that we all strive to be. Right? We always try to be this great thing. And that's the only thing that counts, especially these days. And some people don't like that I put up pictures of being in second place because some people wouldn't. Because now they're embarrassed. Maybe it wasn't good enough for them. But no one understands what that second place meant to me. Right? No one understands what your third place means to you. Even more importantly, let's talk about third place. <clears throat> I always put this into wrestling, especially wrestling. Third place means a lot. Third place means if you lost, you had to go through this whole big shift of people in order to get back into that winner's bracket or top of the loser's bracket, let me say. But even more so, 
you lost before. And now you have to mentally create something positive in order to win again. I don't know how many matches or fights or whatever, you know, baseball tournaments you guys go through. But, like, if you lose in the first round or you lose in the semifinals, you have to pick yourself back up and compete again in order to try to win when your morale is down, when your, your energy is low, when maybe you gave it all you got in the semis and now you have to try to fight your way to fucking take third place. I took second. I was in the finals. I won. That way I had no pressure except for that match. And yeah, I want to win. And whatever happened, happened. But to take third, to try to take third, I'm already on the podium in the finals, right? So I'm already standing. I'm already going to get a medal. But third place, you're fighting for placement. And that takes a lot of mental fortitude. I don't know if that's a good word. I don't know what the word is there. When I coached wrestling, whenever I had the hardest round to coach was after the semis and going into the wrestlebacks because the kids made it to the semis and they wanted to take first, right? That was their goal, and their goal got crushed. And now I have to tell them, inspire them, and motivate them that taking third is now the most important thing. Like, they have to live so in the moment that they just lost. Here's what I, I will always say this. and I'm, I'm, You just lost. Hey, you just fucking lost. Okay? You know what's going to happen now? Nothing. You're not taking first or second. You know what you're going to take? Third. And that's the only thing that counts in your mind. You understand what I'm saying? That match is over. You no longer have to worry about that match. You now have another match. I want you to take 15 minutes, think about your loss, think about what happens, and then we got to regroup and get your ass back out there because you got to wrestle again to win. And that's the exact, exact um, conversation that I would have with my wrestlers that would lose because they're, they're in the pits. They didn't take their, their dream just got crushed. How do you how do you how do you make boys become men? Right there. They just lost. And now they have to forget about it. Right? They have to forget about it. And focus on trying to win again. Imagine that? Imagine trying to do that? Like you just gave everything you got. You have no energy. And then you just lost. And now in a half an hour you have to wrestle again and try to win just to get to the next level next tournament next something or even just a place very hard it's a very hard placement it's third place not saying not, not downplaying the other but we all know if we've been there taking third place is fucking tough and sometimes not as credited as much as it should be at all the comeback and the drive. That's definitely what um, I was already talking about in, in third place, right? It's just you you have to have a stronger mindset. Like your mind can either go, like I said, in the one direction where it just wants to quit and say, fuck it. Or it goes into like a growth mindset. Susan DeBeck, 
Susan Dubeck. I forget the, the book name. But there's a good book called The Growth Mindset. Read it many years ago. You should check it out. If you haven't read it, definitely read it. It's Kathy Dubeck. That sounds like my therapist. I forget. Dweck? Carol Dweck. Eh, whatever. You Google it, not me. Um, it's called The Growth Mindset. But to have that growth mindset, like based off after that loss, what did I learn? And what's going to make me come back? Where's the comeback? You know, right now, this is the, in, in the whole gist of uh, Vegas to Jersey, Jersey to Vegas podcast, I was at the loss, and this is my comeback. This is a whole learning phase, whole learning process for me. Making my comeback to what? Is it like making a comeback to make crank again? Is it making a comeback to become a trainer again? No, it's making a comeback to get my life. To get my life back. And really focus on what counts. And for you guys, the comeback is very important. Because that's where we, we mapped out the holes. We found all the flaws. What did work for you? What didn't work for you? You got to map that shit out. Come up with a plan and now put it into play. That's the comeback. The comeback is not quitting. The comeback is just not giving up because it got fucking hard and not getting the results that you want. We all want results really fast. I think Wayne put something up and I saw it the other day. It's like we all want instant gratification. But I think it's delayed gratification is so much more sustainable. Because we want the fast shit, right? We want it tomorrow. We want it now, mainly. But we're not going to get it. And then when we don't, we're like, fuck this. It's not worth it. What am I doing? And then you question everything. Instead of just holding on and doing what you're supposed to be doing. Is not fast. It takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of adjusting. It takes a lot of thinking. And it takes a lot of effort. In order to reach something that you want, it's not going to happen fast. And if it doesn't, that's a, a fluke thing that it happened for you. But we all know something that you want has to happen in progression. There's going to be ups and downs. It's never just going to go straight up. Just like training. Strength undulates. It never goes never goes like this. It goes like this, and then here, and then this, and then here, and then like this. It's all over the place. So your mind has to be ready for that. It has to be ready for whatever it is it's going to be thrown. Whatever's going to be thrown at you. But there's always the loser's mindset. And then there's the growth mindset. Which one are you? A year and a half ago, I was in the loser's mindset. There's no way out for me. There's nothing. Nothing. There's no more. There's no way out. The way I was thinking, the way, if you guys haven't read the book, you'll see it. Like, there's no, there was no way out. I had to go to the hospital to find the way out. I had to hit the bottom for me to find my way out. And I'm now I'm finding my way out with a growth mindset. And this applies to everything that you do. You either want it or you want to quit. I just hope you pick the one that helps you grow the most. So, all right, guys. I will see you later. This is Pete. Um, 
patreon.com slash jersey to vegas help sponsor the channel um the book amazon it's not okay check it out please um It'd be awesome if you guys got it right on Amazon. It'll be at your door faster than I could ever do it because I'm not that good. And all the rest of those books are out, right? I had a couple extra that uh, that that came through that wanted autographed copies, and I appreciate it. So I will uh, I sent those out for you guys. And anyone else that wants one, please let me know. And, um, and that's it. Guys, thank you so much. I really enjoyed this episode today. Uh, hopefully it makes me feel better. It kind of makes me feel a little better. And... Next week, I should be feeling okay. We'll see what happens, though. We never know, right? I think that's why you come here. I think you guys only listen to this shit to see how I feel, and then you turn it off. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much. This is Pete from the Jersey to Vegas podcast, episode number 42. Peace out, everybody. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from Pete, you can follow him on Instagram at Pete Isop. Thanks again, and see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.